welcome to Amateur Opinions. It's your host, Deuce. Uh, episode came a bit late in the week. Apologies for that. But uh, yeah, we made it. We made it. Today's, uh, I don't want to call it weird, but it's a different episode. But I do these uh, from time to time, just a solo episode, just by myself. You know, and then we just chat, you know what I mean? Um, now, the reasons for this differ from week to week. Sometimes I feel like it. I think it's the second one I've done this year, where it's just me. But uh, I haven't recorded with anyone actually in a while. Um, I've actually been, because how it works is I, re- I usually, rec- when I get a guest on, I usually record maybe two or three episodes. So I had quite a few in the bank. And what was happening was I'd book someone for the weekend and then they would uh, not show up, you know, something like that. Uh, I tried getting on Ijangalette for about three weeks in a row. Didn't quite work out. She's she's had a busy couple of weeks. Um, so, yeah, so I, I, could, I didn't manage to, to, to get to her. So I then didn't record, and then I was out of episodes to post. So last week I, I then invited someone else, right? So I, you know, I was like, yo, can you come through Sunday, 2 p.m.? We record, you know, let me know. And then she said, nah, nah, it's cool. Let's do it. So I asked her, uh, I think on the Saturday evening, I'm like, yo, we're still on for tomorrow, right? So she doesn't reply. In the morning, right, at like, must have been 12, 12 p.m. She's like, I can't make it. I'm like, bruh. She's like, sorry, I should have told you. I'm like, dude, we're supposed to record it too. I can't get a replacement this late into the day. You know what I mean? So anyway, so that's what happened. So I didn't manage to to get a replacement for to record on Sunday. So here we are. So I'm doing a solo episode. You know, just you and me, peeps. Um, so yeah, that's why. I, so that's why I'm doing this solo episode. Uh, I kind of enjoy them because it's it's actually a different format. You know, it's um. It's a different type of thing to be able to talk for, you know, an extended period of time. So, yeah, let's see how it goes. Anyway, right, so I've been planning, um, I think I said it in the previous episode that I'm, I'm planning a trip to the United States. Uh, so I've had to, I just got my visa actually last week, late last week, but today's no, actually, I got it yesterday. Got it yesterday. Yeah, on Monday. Uh, so, yeah, so that was cool. Um, so, I finally have my visa. So, now I'm busy planning how exactly I'm going to do the trip. Because, uh, luckily, I have a couple of friends who live in the States. So, the plan is to basically live rent, not rent-free, but not, yeah, okay, rent-free. Uh, well, be, or at least minimal, right? So, I'll, I'll chip in. Uh, for the couple of days I'll be in. So the idea is to be in New York for like two weeks. Uh, and then, because I'm going to be working remotely. So I think while I'm there, I'm mostly, not mostly working, because the time zones are different. But I mean, it doesn't really matter. It's it's just about me doing my work. So the idea is I work and then sightsee during the day, work at night, work in the morning. So that's the idea. So... And then I'm also going to visit Oklahoma, which is where one of my best friends lives. So I'm going to check him out there, stay for a couple of days, and then hopefully check out a place like Miami. I, I'm still here to decide which 
place in Florida I'm gonna go to, whether it's Orlando or Miami. I'll see. I'll see. But that'll be for a couple of days and then I'll go to Dubai where my brother stays just for a few days again and then come back home. So that's the idea. So, but planning really, really sucks, which gives uh, travel agency companies hope that there are people like me who, who don't, would not want to, you know, plan things to the, to the detail. But I still need to know what dates I'm going to travel. And once I know that, booking is a formality at that point. I'm just going to use Emirates and go, you know, I think it's the cheapest one from my research so far. So yeah, so that's going to be cool. So wish me luck. Right, so I'm going to segue to this and uh, talk about football. Now, that's, you know, if you know me, that's a passion of mine. Love watching football, love talking football. Uh, So yesterday, no, actually on Monday, it was a United game. Okay, so United played Wolves and... uh, Pogba missed a penalty that could have won United the game. Now, before this happened, just to give you some context, the week before, United had a penalty as well. Now, uh, Marcus Rashford won the penalty, and then he took the penalty to you know to score the. I think it was the first goal of the game. Now, in this incident, Pogba won the penalty. Now, Pogba has gotten a lot of flag for for this whole you know penalty thing. Uh, now, if we go back to the no, no, the Chelsea game where Rashford scored the penalty, what actually happened was Pogba had the ball, okay, to take the penalty. Once the penalty was conceded, sorry, and then he actually threw the ball to Marcus Rashford. Right now, this means that I reckon the 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 whole truth of the matter is Pogba, because I mean I think. Pogba has gotten this treatment because he's our best player, or outfit player at least. He and he wants to leave and all that stuff. So he's been treated very, you know, with I don't know how to explain it, but the basically preferential treatment in a way. But walking on eggshells, it kind of feels like. Uh, and he's the senior of the young players, right? So, so it's a matter of. He was the penalty taker, and he actually gave Marcus Rashford to take it. Marcus Rashford hit blind of a penalty, goes in, and then he, um, Pogba, that is, gave the ball to him. So, I mean, so now the week, the next week follows. He wins the penalty. Pogba says, okay, I'll I'll take this one. Okay. Now, a lot of people are saying uh, Rashford should have taken it because he... He scored the first penalty, but I'm actually not sure if he was the number one penalty taker, right? So I don't know. It's a bit weird. So it's uh yeah, it's it's a, it's a tough one, man. It's, it's it really is a tough one because who who's the number one taker? Solskjaer says both of them are the number one takers, and they choose between themselves during the game, which then creates headlines like these you know what i mean so i I reckon but i reckon from now on i think rashford will be taking the penalty because pogba has missed five of the last of his last 12 penalties right that's definitely not a good record Uh, rashford is yet to miss a penalty so i think from now on rashford will be taking penalties which brings me to this uh which is fantasy football now 
for people who play fantasy, you know if you have uh, a player who takes penalties for their team, that's a big plus. And United has won two penalties in two games. Right, so they have a lot. They have fast players, tricky players, guys like Daniel James with blinding speed and can easily draw fouls in the penalty box. And then you have tricky players like Pogba and Rashford. Right, so this is a Rashford is a is a sleeper in a way because say he takes the penalty uh, on Monday, all of a sudden he has a goal and an assist. You see what I'm saying? So I reckon if you have Rashford. Your team, I think you'll be good. Martial is is classified as a midfielder, and as a midfielder that scores goals, is playing is, since he's playing as a striker. I think that he's also another one who you can't not have in your team. But then having two United attackers in your team, some people might say it's not a good idea. But if you look at their price, then you look you see that it's actually not a bad investment. Martial seven point six now, Rashford is eight point six. So I think I think if you if you're playing fantasy, you actually want to have Rashford and Martial in your team because they're mid-price assets in a big team and an offense that seems to be functioning pretty decently. Right. So that's that's for fantasy, and then you look at a T. You look at Pookie. Pookie is standard. You just have to have him in your team. He's cheap. He's literally Norwich's offense. In terms of attacking, everything goes through him or rather ends with him, you know. So he's definitely one guy you want to have in your team um, because of his pricing. He's he's basically this year's Jimenez, I think. Uh, and he might score you. He could easily get to 15. He's already on four, you know. So... You can easily get to 15 goals, 16 goals. And for that price, that's definitely a must-have in your team. And then you have Cantwell, who's also the guy who plays on the on the wing for Norwich. 4.5, get him in your team. Usually 4.5 million type of players don't play at all. So if you can get a 4.5 who plays and actually performs, that's the guy you want in your team. All right? Sterling, 100%. Have to have him in your team. He's... I I have him as my early lead for player of the season. That's a bit early, obviously, because De Bruyne is also killing it. But in terms of top scorer, he might actually be the top scorer. You know, Salah hasn't quite looked like himself. Missing guilt edge chances. Mane, also another guy who you, you, you save a million if you have Mane instead of Salah. Although Salah has set pieces and penalties to his advantage so that's where the extra mill comes in you know so it's it's a kind of a tough one in terms of who to who to have in your team uh but you have to make a decision you know and um yeah so you know so and then at the back you have united's d, uh, d is actually looking pretty solid you know with maguire and one bisaka in there so i would say put in one bisaka in your team if it wasn't for the worldie that uh, Wolves scored on Monday, they would have had two cleans in two games. Uh, so I think they're defending pretty well. Um, set pieces, they're defending pretty well because of Maguire now. He's a, he's a presence in the box. So he's a guy you... So a United defender is definitely a person you want. All of them are 5.5. So 
It's not too bad. A lot of people were, were doubling up on Liverpool, but that hasn't quite worked out yet. So I would keep one defender. My defender of choice is uh, Trent Alexander-Arnold. He's definitely a guy you'd want in your team because uh, attacking-wise, he's absolutely brilliant. He crosses really well. He takes corners, takes free kicks, set pieces. So that's a guy. That's the guy you have to have in your team. You know, he's the, a better version of Marcus Alonso in terms of in, in defensive output uh, as well as the team. Um, then for Chelsea, Chelsea has even cheaper um, options in attack. But I think the guy to watch would be Mason Mount, six million. Uh, gets a lot of chances. His finishing isn't quite up to scratch. Gets a lot of chances. He's playing as a number ten. So he has a good strike on him. I think he's one to watch uh, as a Chelsea option in your in your team, and he's, he's cheap, six mil. That's that's nothing for a Chelsea attacker. Uh, Tammy Abraham, not not quite. I don't think he'll be. He won't be like a, a ninety-minute type of guy for for Frank. I think Giroud is more dependable, but uh, Tammy is more, you know because he's faster and all that. He's probably a guy who will play a bit more. But uh, who cares, right? Okay, uh, which brings me to this. Who is winning the league? I've got Man City winning the league and Sterling as my player of the year. That's my pick. And then uh, second, obviously, Liverpool. Third, I'd say Tottenham. Fourth, is between United and Arsenal. You know, United, like Arsenal's attack is lethal. But we're going to see how good they really are against Liverpool, which is on the weekend. I think, yeah, it's on the weekend. And it's going to be a tough game for their, for their defense. You know, so that's going to be rough. So in terms of fantasy, you might want to look at even a cheeky captain for a Liverpool attacker and having Firmino in. Because Firmino always destroys Arsenal. That's just what he does. <laughs> you know, half of his goals come from Arsenal in the season. Uh, so, yes, that's an interesting one. And then you have... Um, so, that's my top four. So, if I'm gun to my head, I'll pick United. Call me biased, but I'll pick United because they're better defensively and their attacking is not, not... Probably not as lethal as Arsenal's, but good enough to, to, to be a top top uh, offense especially with Pogba in the team so play of the year Sterling top scorer look at I'll have to respect Salah he's done it twice in a row so I'll go with him uh, winning the league is uh, Man City going uh, with a three-peat look if Pep wins three in a three in a row he's in my in my view he's already the second best uh, manager in Premier League history after Fergie. He would have won it same number of times as Fred Wenger, I think. I think Wenger won it three times, yeah. And a three-peat, which has only been done by by Fergie, which is so that's that's an an amazing achievement in itself. Okay, so you know, so that that's what I think. Um, Chelsea. Chelsea are great to watch, man. I can't help but feel that they'll they'll figure things out because 
I mean, they blitz teams at the beginning, but I just think defensively they're just not good enough. That's just what I think as a team, not not in, not even individually, but just as a team, right? Okay, and then if you go to the bottom of the league, um, the, look, the promoted teams have looked really, really good. You know, uh, Sheffield has looked solid. They're, I think they're the best defensive team of the teams that have gone up. Norwich, they have Pookie. Come on. Uh, who's the other uh, promoted team? Aston Villa. I used to haven't watched Aston Villa, but if I was to guess, I think they're the they're the worst of the bunch. So I'd have probably Norwich at the top, Sheffield, then um, Aston Villa. So in terms of teams going down, uh, look, this team, uh, Brighton and Hove, they got this guy called Trossard, and he has looked pretty good the one game he's played. Uh, he got so many chances, and you can see he uh, could have scored a brace if it wasn't for VAR. So I think he is, he is, he's definitely one to watch for fantasy, Trossard. And Brighton, I think they've actually improved because of that. Scoring goals is a big problem of theirs, but that trusted signing is proving, I reckon, to be a very useful signing that will help them uh, get to where they need to be. So I think they will survive 100%. Um, I mean, which teams haven't looked good? I'm not, I'm not quite sure who I'd take for the drop. So for starters, I'd say Aston Villa will go back down. Um, but I think Norwich and Sheffield, maybe Sheffield, I don't know. Sheffield will be down there. But I think Norwich definitely survives. It'd be sad to see Aston Villa go back down, man, because it's that team that wasn't supposed to go down, you know, and it's glad to, it's, it's great to have them back. They're a classic Premier League team. So it'd be great for them to stay. But I just don't know if it'll happen. Southampton. Southampton is also that that team that always does enough to to stay up, um, and their coach is pretty pretty solid. But yeah, so that that would be cool. Burnley standard, they'll make it. Which leaves us with teams like West Ham, and West Ham just has too much quality. So I don't know. I think it'll be a tough tough race. Uh, at the bottom uh, to to stay up that's that's my two cents um, but yeah uh, look thank you thank you guys if if uh, for for sticking around to the end of the episode appreciate it uh, yeah I think I'll see you guys next week I'll have uh, a great um, next guest uh, I'm having Tsako Tsako on he'll uh, he's a great guy uh, very smart, very grounded, you know, focused. So I'll have a chat with him about his company, Jonga. Uh, that's what we'll talk about, and then we'll talk about a, a few other things, just about life, you know. So have a chat. Uh, but yeah, as far as this episode is concerned, again, thank you for joining me. This is uh, Amish Opinions. It's your host, Deuce. Follow me on Instagram and the podcast Instagram. So that my Instagram is Magic Deuce. The podcast called Amateur Opinions. That's our handle, amateur underscore opinions on on Instagram. Check us out on Twitter. We're available on all platforms. So subscribe, just leave a review, just do what, do what you do. And on YouTube, 
just uh, like and subscribe. Uh, yeah, thank you so much for joining me. This is Amish Opinions, and it's your boy Deuce signing out. Peace. <laughs>